is the beautiful Alicia Fox. Spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming at you! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever... Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. Yeah, we're we're one short again. I guess Ryan's allowed to take vacation every week, I don't know. But uh, it is Thursday, August 8th, 2019. Tim and Jim here with you in studio. Matt will be joining us in just a little bit. we got tons of to talk about this week including so much wrestling and there's so much more coming uh predictions galore and oldberg rides again but first our show is brought to you by alicia's pillows and things if you're decorating your home you want it to reflect your tastes and your likes so why not add decor that reflects your sports movie or tv fandom alicia's pillows and things is your hookup they feature pillows of all sizes stools and more with your favorite sports teams and characters Log on to our home network and gscsports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. Tim, how we doing, bud? I am. I'm, I have a voice now. <laughs> I'm good. Life's good. No complaints. Yes. Happy, yes. Uh, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thank God. Yeah. Only one more day. One more day. One day more. One. Uh, make sure you head over to uh, 3CountThursday.com. That's our homepage. You'll find all of our social media links, our YouTube link, our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you. Patreon.com slash 3CountThursday. And I'm going to tell you, I know we peddle this this Patreon thing every week, mm-hmm. but man, this this one... This one got real. This one was real, and it was also really good. Like you never, you ever have like those perfect storms where like everything works together. Subconsciously, the playlist that Big Jim had on in the background during this conversation was high key the best thing. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, was, it worked it, out it, well. It matched well. Everything was good. Uh, the the serious. Um, the serious uh, pop rocks channel seventeen worked out real well this week. Yeah. I don't, I can't see any comments on the video, so uh, you might have, swipe it. You might, I'm, I'm swiping. I'm comments off, comments on. I don't know what the hay is going on with this this week. There's always, 
there's always something with, I'll, with the technology. I'll, I'll stay. So you all, you have to help out. Maybe I, I can if I pull it up from uh, from the actual Facebook app, not the Pages app. We'll figure that out. But again, head over to threecountthursday.com. Everything's over there. Uh, Mark got his uh, from the from the desk of intern Mark WCW on there this week. Uh, so make sure you check out everything going on. There are three shows on the uh, on the calendar. Uh, we will. I don't not be at any of these. I don't believe it's a busy weekend. Yeah, a little for, busy for watching wrestling from the home front as well. But um, one, if you're in California, you know, this is not necessarily a indie company in our well, not in our area this weekend. But GCW's uh, Joey Janela's Escape from LA is tomorrow from the Ukrainian Culture Center in Los Angeles. That's at 8 p.m. So if you're in California, go to the show. If you're not, it's on Fight TV, so Ooh. you can uh, check that out. That that one's got a solid card. Two uh, two shows in our region uh, that we support and love: uh, ACW and Rogue Women Warriors. One crazy night uh, that is tomorrow. No, Saturday night at Club Reverb in Reading, PA. Doors at six. Bell time is at six thirty on that one. Uh, a lot of legends. I know. I think Gold Gilberg, not G- Goldberg. Goldberg's at the the the, the one on Sunday. Uh-huh. Goldberg's at the one we in Toronto the, on Sunday. We got the better one. Yeah, we got the better one. Gilberg is going to be at this one. Dwayne Gilberg. Um, and 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 many many more. Make sure you head over to. Uh, I think it's. We have the link on our upcoming indie shows page. Uh, you'll be able to find all the uh, all the guests that are going to be at this one. And PPW, they're moving. They're not. Uh, they're not going to be in Hazleton this weekend. Their normal spot. They're going to be up in Scranton. The brawl at the mall. Ooh. It is the marketplace at Steamtown. That is on Saturday uh, in Scranton, PA. Doors uh, for the meet and greet are at five. Bell time, like usual for PPW shows, is at seven. Um, so make sure you check that one out. PPW is always a good time. I know, uh, I know Ryan and, uh, and Mark's cousin, Brian went up to, uh, the show a few weeks back, uh, up in Hazleton. This is another one. So, uh, make sure you do, uh, check out a PPW show at times. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know what the hang is going on. With I don't me. know, man. I don't know what's going on. Turn the, turn your, turn your tablet and then turn it the other way. Turn it, turn it maybe Yeah. to everything. Turn, turn, turn. Yeah, there's a season. Turn, turn, turn. Turn, turn, turn. I don't know. Nothing's showing. Because like I have, I I have mine. Hey, yeah. Oh. I had to have mine. And now vertical. it's talking because I I, I unplugged. unplugged the, the, I unplugged the audio. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it's weird. Like what the heck? Yeah. You know, if it's not one thing, it's another thing. But uh, we're gonna have Matt joining us here in just a little bit. Uh, Riddle on the watch along. Yeah, the Matt Riddle. I guess they did announce the. Uh, I didn't see all of them. I saw Matt Riddle. So it's it's Adam Cole, Bebe, uh, Matt Riddle, Bebe, Bebe, <laughs> uh, Pat McAfee, Bebe, <laughs> Kathy Kelly. Uh, no Pat McAfee for you. I don't know. He, so, it depends what day it is. Honestly, sometimes the guy the guy well, rubs me get, the wrong way. You're gonna get a handful of them on Thursdays. Isn't he on the call for Thursday night football? Th- well. How many times do we watch Thursday Night Football? Depends. Are the boys playing? Because you'll be there. You won't hear it. No, but you'll be I watching. won't hear. I won't hear it. The, well, the, the Cowboys only have one Thursday night game, and they that's have, they Chris, have two, that's Thanksgiving. Well, no, they have the Thanksgiving game, and then the following week they always play on Thursday night. Mm. So they have back to back Thursday games. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I only I only have ah, one to it's worry coll- about. He's on college football. Oh, then I never have to worry about it. Yeah, because you only watch the. Well, no, I watch a lot of college football, but obviously with doing this show, I don't watch Thursday night college football. Like I'll sit and watch college football freaking Saturday if I if I have nothing else to do. 
Um, yeah, so I don't have to worry about him there. And I know, and here's the thing, like, I, uh, the, McAfee seems like a cool guy. The the voice kind of wears on me a bit yeah, at times. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's the thing. And obviously, I, I think my voice probably can wear on people, too. So. Right. Um, it's a preference thing. Um, he seems like a cool dude, though. Yeah, so. I would totally get some, um, some brews with him. Yeah, I'd definitely hang out with him. And I think he's, uh, he just signed on to do, like, a, a daily sports radio show, too. Um, I mean, I'm fine with Pat McAfee. Yeah. Without well, uh, dude, and there's a, there, like I would I would actually rather listen to him do uh sports radio than some of the other chumps that are out there. So um I'd rather ha- I'd rather listen to him do any tor- any sort of radio than uh Sam Roberts. Ooh. Sam Roberts. I don't care for him. No, I don't either. I really don't. And like it's a shame because I actually really like Jim Norton. But like <laughs> But like he's forever tied to Sam Roberts, right? And like, and and and, and I think like, and and I'll I'll be a hundred percent honest for me anyway with with uh, with Sam Roberts, and it's unfortunate because like I think part of it is is it to, for me anyway is is a bit of jealousy as well because yeah. he is kind of like living the thing you know he's and doing doing the thing. our thing right exactly like he's he. he he, I don't know, it's just kind of right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, Scotty doesn't like Rosenberg. I actually enjoy Cheap Heat. I love I love Rosenberg. I, I'm very sad that his partnership with the WWE is over. Yeah, I love Cheap Heat. Have you ever listened to Cheap Heat? Him yeah. and, him and uh, Stack Eye Greg, um, who follows us on Twitter, by the way. Shout out to Which is you. cool, SGG. Uh, that guy's awesome and uh, has actually interacted with us numerous times. So like, and th- those are the, always like the really fun ones when uh, friend, friend of the podcast when yeah when when people like that who are on a much larger platform, aka ESPN, um, like re- re- interact with us. Also, the hurricane we've gotten some interaction with. Oh yeah, um, in in uh, in recent weeks because uh, of course we had the meme that exploded. Correct, uh, which was awesome. And then this week. Um, it was like which face, which like, face, yeah, you like which better. which helms do you like better? And I was like, I like this one better, and uh, and and he of course uh, retweeted that one as well. So uh, always always fun when I when, can't wait to go back. I'm I'm waiting until because I don't know if WWE has put all of the thunders up okay. up until closure, but my goal is to do a retrospective. On Sugar Shane Helms. Nice. Okay. Like his break from three count and chronicling through until the end of WCW. That's awesome. Which when looking back as a fan, like I thought it was way longer than it actually was. That was quick. But I think Sugar Shane Helms is literally like two or three months of television before closure. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's it, what's very sad is that on the network, the episodes they do have with Shane, uh, the Vertebraker theme is dubbed over. Oh, that it's always funny to me, like which themes and when it's very selective, like get, get, get dubbed over. Cause I know one time it was the, uh, the triple H Metallica entrance at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's dubbed. Well, I was like, what? 24. Four maybe it was his match with the Undertaker. Oh, so that would have been like 27, 27, 28. Yeah, when he did for whom the bell tolls. Yeah, and it was and, uh, also the same year that the Undertaker used "Ain't No Grave," and they dubbed both. 
So I think that would have been that would have been 28 then because I think that was the no. year. I think that was the year he had his haircut, right? 28 was the end of an era. And that was memory remains. Oh, okay. The drop so it was twenty seven. So it was, was twenty seven. Gotcha. Where it isn't was, it crazy how like we we dun, 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 remember dun, dun. some of this crap? <laughs> like it's 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 freaking. It it really is absurd. Yeah, everything since like I've turned eighteen to me feels like it's anything prior to me turning eighteen is a blur, and then from eighteen to today feels like the span of about two years yeah yeah no i'm i'm right on point all right let's uh let's see if because we're using a different phone line this week because we're going to have a second caller join us during the predictions matt are you with us i'm with you yes how about that do we have like a ta-da here we let's get it and a howard dean (laughs) howard dean for sure (laughs) um so yeah, it, it it is. It's just crazy. Uh, Scotty brings a good question to the table, and if and if you're following along in the live video, make sure you give it a like. Make sure you give it a share. Get some uh, get some more people in here, but get the interaction going. Um, Scotty says, and and obviously we're going to get to the predictions later. But he says, what match uh, out of the whole weekend are you most looking forward to? Mm. That's. I think that's a good tease to like mention it when we go over the cards, because like. That's tough. It is tough. There's a lot. Um, yeah, I, I. If I had to pick one right now, I know which one mine is, and I'm going to. I'm a little. Are we going to leave a, it? A little dab of 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 uh, of uh, you know to a little teaser here. Mine is not on the NXT card. Mine is not either. Ooh, Matt, would yours be on the NXT card? It would not. Ooh, how about that? But remember. <laughs> You can't compare the two. You cannot compare the two. That no, is that is absolutely correct. So, lest we never forget, and I don't have to explain that to Ryan like I do every month. So, very serious question before we get anywhere farther on on the podcast, uh, Matt. How is the uh, the new edition? Uh, a little fussy tonight. Oh Ooh, man, I'm never a little bit late to join on, but uh, overall, she's very good. Good and well, and 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 mom is good too. Mom is good. Awesome. Good. That's all I care about. Happy, happy, healthy baby and happy, healthy uh, parents. And I know sleep is probably eluding the both <laughs> of you, but that'll that'll come back. I'm I'm good to hear. Yeah. All right. We got we got Snapple fact. I love Snapple. Re- real fact number nine: the average speed of a housefly is four point five miles per hour. Then why can't I hit it? Apparently, your average speed is less than four and a half, four and miles, a half an miles an hour. How can I not hit it? I don't know. Them little bastards. Just Apparently, but see, it's the average speed. So apparently, you're encountering all the fast ones. Yeah, I'm catching all the fast ones. <laughs> you're catching all the fast flies. Because I can't, I don't sneak up on them fast enough. Or my, like, my, my I have a big wind up. I my, uh, my greatest moment, um, at least in terms of my fly killings. Um, maybe it was my greatest moment ever. I haven't really done a <laughs> whole lot of great things in my life, but I was, uh, I was all these episodes of three count. Thursday, I was playing, don't compare. I was playing drums, uh, with my, with my band. Um, and we were rehearsing and, um, we had built a studio in the one guy, the one guy lived on a farm and, um, he, uh, he had a, we had a, he lived on a farm 
And so there was a fly that was like buzzing around, buzzing around, buzzing around. And I, I literally just clapped the fly. Nice. Out of midair. Um, it, uh, it, it, it was, it was, yeah, like I said, it was probably my greatest achievement. That's so good. So I, again, I don't know what that says about my life, but, uh, we're going to run, we're going to hit, hit a couple of highlights, uh, from the go home shows this week. And then we're going to uh, get to our predictions, uh, from NXT for NXT and, uh, for SummerSlam. Um, I thought, I, th- I honestly thought raw was the better of the two. Um, this week, uh, in terms of go home shows, it was, it was, it was pretty solid. I thought it started hot. Um, obviously you had the, the, um, the moment of remembrance for, uh, Harley race, but then you jumped right in with Samoa Joe. You went right into the women's tag match. Um, and, and one of the things I really liked about that is you, and, and some people didn't like it, which I don't get Like first people were mad that, that you were wasting Trish on an episode of Raw, and then they were mad that Trish never got into the match. I'm like, that was the idea, folks. So I don't know if anybody's read, but apparently USA really liked the bump in ratings that came with the Raw reunion and have pretty much said to WWE, hey, more legends, please. Sprinkle some legend dust on there. That's why on this Raw we had... Shawn Michaels and Goldberg and Trish and Kurt Angle all together. Oh, that's right. We did have Angle. Because he is uh, the latest victim of The Fiend. Right. The latest victim of The Fiend. It was in Pittsburgh, so it's easy. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know, it, it, wasn't one of the, it wasn't one of those situations where I felt like... Um, and if, if you count Brock Lesnar... <laughs> I mean, he is a legend in, in uh, you know, in his own way. So I guess you could count him. But like, yeah, it, and it, but it wasn't one of these things where like Michaels didn't feel forced. Uh, you know, Angle obviously didn't feel forced because right. they were in Pittsburgh. Trish, obviously, you know, you were you were get, it was it was part of the future. So as long as it makes sense, mm-hmm. um, then you know, I had no problem with it. The the um. The, the the probably the worst the worst segment on the, on the the show and I agree with a couple of the comments uh, was like the Rollins Lesnar like I just it, it felt it felt too long for one. Well, Seth channeled his inner Undertaker and took seventeen minutes to get to the <laughs> ring. Twenty two. Get 20, it right. Sorry. Um, but it, you know that that well, he's a little younger, so it took him a little less. <laughs> God. And it wasn't, it wasn't an 80-yard ramp either. It's true. So. Um, but, uh, you know, like, I, 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 get the, I get what they were doing. Um, it just, I don't, think it, I don't think it hit the way they wanted it to. Um, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little lost with, uh, with what they're doing um, on, with, with, with Rollins right now. I'm it's I'm a little confused and I don't like I don't know what Sunday will mean um or what what will I like I have I obviously have my theory on yeah. what will happen on Sunday it's, that we'll discuss in a little bit but I, I it's it's a little it's it feels it's a little strange yeah it's a little strange especially with Seth and his promo where he he guaranteed that he would beat Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. Yeah, that's... Like, 
nobody just guarantees stuff anymore. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, like the, I mean, Paul Heyman guaranteed that Lesnar would, would cash in successfully. When your manager does it, it's It's one thing, but when it's you, um, Matt, what do you, like? Uh, what do you? What do you? What's your kind of current take on on Rollins? Like, it just I feel like you went from like King Slayer to like Beast Slayer. You know, Beast. Yeah, yeah Beast Slayer. King Slayer, Beast Slayer, and then you were like you, he got tied into the the Becky Lynch stuff. Man's man, and then like now he's just he's. I feel like he's just Dude. kind of fish out of water. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Yeah, there's no real direction to what what Rollins is doing at this point, which is a shame. But I mean, I think that was kind of the worry for me. Just kind of he might get lost in the shuffle of all of it. Like all the primary focus is obviously going to be on Brock at this point, and then like he's just basically turning into Becky Lynch's boyfriend. Which I mean, it is what it is. But I think he's too talented to just be kind of there yeah they they need to they need to do more with him than they are at this point yeah they toned down seth's connection to becky since extreme rules mm-hmm. i mean you had oh and that yeah. storyline was kind of done so like i know yeah, it was a one and done it killed off both the feud with Lacey and the feud with baron i mean it was, it was and a, now neither yeah, of them it, have been seen on tv yeah since. it was it was a it was a multi-month story that actually that had a payoff that had the payoff that that people wanted was you know Corbin and Lacey not winning they have gone away but again remember WWE doesn't ever listen to people um it just it, yeah it's it's i will say this that heel Rollins greater than symbol face Rollins for me and I, and I know I'm like a heel guy but mm-hmm. like i i think Seth and i don't know if it's because of you know his his tone of voice his the, the you know his his yeah, yeah it, like i feel like that allows itself to be a lot we'll, more we'll hateable than likable um and you know and, and 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 scotty comments here that he thinks it has something to do with with the things rollins has said on on twitter and in interviews <sighs> no no because and and i'll call bullshit on that just because People, people are choosing to interpret things from a defense of Moxley way. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And 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 like, and and, I'll, and it's the same thing I said when the the you know like the Rollins reaction to the Moxley Jericho podcast came out is when Moxley fired shots on Jericho's podcast. Everybody loved it. Because it is, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, the cool thing to do to, right. to take shots at the big guy. Um, when when Rollins actually kicks back, then he's a prick. So, like, and it, like for me, I liked both things. Like, I thought the, the Moxley Jericho podcast was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought the way that Rollins reacted to it and the things Rollins said was great. Why wouldn't you want the guy holding one of the two big titles in your company to to be the front runner, to, right? To be you know the the loud and and vocal uh, um, you know speaker for the brand. So 
That makes too much sense. Right. It, it, you know, so people people can choose to to react to things their own way. And, and I, I don't I don't think it I, I think it has more to do with the fact that it in especially in the what is it three weeks since Extreme Rules, right? That the 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 Rollins booking ha- has been very strange, mm-hmm. like because it's and I thought that that him rechasing the title would 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 make it better, but it, so I'm curious to see what happens Sunday and uh, and how they spin out of that, um, and in tying both Raw and SmackDown together, I I, I love what they're doing. With the fiend and with where, because you still got Firefly Funhouse on on Tuesday. You got the fiend on Monday. Like that, the the build up to Sunday has been as perfect as can be for Bray Wyatt slash the fiend. Considering that they've only interacted once, yeah. really? Well, one and a half times because there was the time the fiend showed up on the ramp. Yes, but other than that, like for people for two guys who barely interacted with each other couldn't be any better yeah i it's but uh obviously we'll we'll talk more about the match and the uh and 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 what it could mean for bray slash the fiend when we get there so my favorite thing from the two days of television though is something that carries over from raw to smackdown much like the fiend stuff does and that is the espionage the mystery the the question wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in an enigma of who who wants Roman Reigns's who dead who wants body. to kill Roman Reigns? <laughs> yeah, and like the the interaction with Samoa Joe at the airport was great, and then Joe wanting retribution and like wanting all that, and then Roman going to Monday, Joe. Actual Samoa Joe, not Samoan Joe. Gotcha, gotcha. They're different. So Joe wanting Roman to apologize. Chasing out to the parking lot. He hears that Roman has pulled up. He goes to get him. And then here comes the sedan clipping Roman's vehicle. And my favorite part about the whole thing was the humanity of Samoa Joe. Yes, where he he turned off the ass kicker and was like, "Yo, hey, listen, stay stay down." He's like, "Can I get some help?" And like, and it gave me just a little bit of a chub to think <laughs> that we could be possibly getting Samoan Joes, the tag team. <laughs> um, like, yeah, just I mean, my two Joes. <laughs> Joey, Sam- Joey Samoes. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Samoa and Samoan. Um, yeah. Finally closing the circle that all Samoans are related. <laughs> so like finally looping Joe into that. Um, yeah. No. And, and obviously you get to SmackDown. Um, and Roman writing that wrong and publicly apologizing, uh, saying that he's sorry for dragging his name into the mud. And then we got... The revelation, Ugh. <laughs> man, like of all the people that it could have been. Talk about a fart in church. That of <clears throat> all the people that that Budro Murphy, aka the best kept secret on SmackDown, aka the current former 
Mr. Alexa Bliss, depending on who you believe. Right. Like, I don't know. <laughs> she keeps it on Fort Knox. Um, smart. Yeah. Smart play I don't by know, her. I don't know where there's where they stand. Anyway, um, of all the names he could have uttered out of his big, dumb, jacked Australian mouth, he don't! says, Rowan. It's like, right, like when he said it, I was like, Roman? Did he say Roman did it to himself? No. I'm like, what? I was so heckin' mad, bro. (laughs) And then they cut. They cut to Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, who were just as confused as we were, I felt like. Rowan Rowan was channeling that big dick energy just... And, like, Daniel's looking at him like the kid who, like, threw paint on the new carpet. Like, what the fuck? Like, what... (laughs) Like the disapproving teacher who knows he has to send that kid to detention for spitwads. You right, like, disrespectful, stupid like, idiot. Like Daniel's just like, why? Why? I'm yeah. still not even sold. I'm not even sold. I bet, I bet Bob, Bud, Buddy Murphy doesn't even know what Roman looks like. Well, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, but he, he even like tweeted something out that was like, if you... You know, like, like that he's still willing to fight him. So I'm not convinced that, like, this is the actual end of that story. Like, Matt, when when you when you heard Eric Row or when you heard Rowan, did you have the same, huh? Like we did? Oh, yeah, for sure. It just didn't really make sense or, like, fit with anything. Right. Kind of a confusing overall. Yeah, yeah, I think I think confusing, senseless, all, all of those words of of things that don't make sense. Yeah, presto strangeo is yeah, what it just, was. Just, it just, yeah, it it doesn't like. Um, it literally could have been anyone else. else. I would have been fine if it had been EC three. I would have been him. happier if it would have been Goldberg. <laughs> like, why Rowan? Like, it just. Like and and here's the thing, like I I think that the Daniel Bryan Eric Rowan tag team is just fine. It's great. Like you don't have a place for Daniel Bryan in the main event picture right and, now. And you absolutely don't can, ever want to get rid of Rowan for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't make so, sense. So yeah, sure, yeah, like it. Okay, but like if you were to believe, because here's the thing, because theoretically you could have, you could say like, oh, Luke Harper could be Daniel Bryan's partner. But if you want to believe, who is like. The angry vegan guy's tag team partner. Eric Rowan seems to look and fit that bill perfectly. Because I bet secretly he's a vegan too. Probably. Because I just he's just in the just, back, just eating fistfuls of kale. Just let me hate him on every. That's level. yeah, exactly. So no offense to any vegans. No, no, no. I love I love all vegans except for Eric Rowan. <laughs> that guy gotta go. Right. He's I'm, got Kali heat with me. He's I'm, got to go. <laughs> he send him out of here. Who do you dislike more, him or Kali? At this point, Eric Rowan because he's on my TV more. Oh, uh, because. Yeah, but if if, he, if for some reason on October thirty first he goes over to Super Sand Show four and they just accidentally leave him there, I'm fine. <laughs> they just leave him in the desert. Leave him. Jeez. Sorry, ran I'm out not of a fan of the guy, but ran I'm not, out of room. I'm not going to uh, have him left in the desert of Saudi Arabia. Why like, not? 
I think he could probably punch a mountain lion. I mean, he probably could. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Okay. If I mean, they even have mountain lions, I say I don't. I don't know that. This is all comedy for the record. Right. We're not actually hoping this. But Eric Rowan can get lost in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I hope his flight, flight is delayed. delayed. <laughs> um, Matt, what was your favorite part of the of the of the two TV show week? Um, I mean, I, I think overall it would have been the whole segment with Roman just because it's something different than what we're used to seeing with Roman. Um, I mean, it's even popping up on like IMDb. So um, I, I think it's kind of cool that this storyline isn't just like Roman booed again or Roman getting another title shot. It's Roman like with an actual storyline that isn't just like him being forced down our throats. Yep. And it, and it's a different it's a different dimension to Samoan Joe. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I had I had a, a discussion dispute however you want to define it in a dictionary. If it happened on Twitter it was an argument. It was probably a dispute. Um but you know my point was that you know cuz everybody was saying you know oh this is the same old Roman same old Roman but and I'm like well, first off, he's not in a main event picture, so even even at that point, it's not the same old Roman. But when you get past it, like you're seeing him in street clothes a lot more. Even when he's coming to the ring and promoing, he's in street clothes a lot more. Um, cool, thanks, Gerald. Appreciate you watching. Um, but like, th- there is a different dimension to the. Uh, to to the Roman Reigns character right now, and yeah, it is something different. This isn't the same old, you know, Roman Reigns storyline that that we've been getting. Like Matt said, force fed every week, month after month. So it it has been different. My my favorite part of of the the two shows is is Bray Wyatt and the the, the Fiend and the Firefly Funhouse, um, because um, the enjoy SummerSlam on Sunday as well, Gerald. Um, so, it, it, because it's just, I, I'm I'm ready to see Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, debut on Sunday and, and, and see, and dear God, please do this right, to, to you know, see how this is executed. But uh, I, will, I will say about the Roman Reigns storyline, um, a lot of people, since the announcement of the new Grand Poobahs of WWE television... Uh, Paul Heyman for Raw and Eric Bischoff for SmackDown. A lot of people have pointed the finger and, and tried to get their finger on the pulse of where's the sphere of influence of these right. new executive uh, producer, vice presidential, whatever their names are. I forget what they're exactly titled. Executive directors of whatever. And... um this Roman Reigns storyline, absolutely, positively, 1,000% reeks of Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Eric Bischoff was the king of week-to-week mystery. Yes. Who's, a mem- who's the next member of the NWO? Where's Sting? What's Sting going to do? Who was driving the Hummer? Who did this? And it was a, it was a very... Uh, Eric Bischoff's line of storytelling is whodunit drama, where 
something happens. Well, and you that's don't, the TV background, right? That and he you came don't from. you don't know where who, how it happened. You get a revelation, and I bet like part of me believes maybe Rowan is a, a red herring. Maybe he is a bait and switch. Maybe it was Rowan, but Rowan's doing it at the behest of Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan is using Rowan as a pawn. You never know, and that's the influence of Eric Bischoff. At least, at least to my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It it and uh, you know I I a hundred percent agree. Um, to you know from the reports because I know this week it came out that you know Vince you know the, that. <laughs> Vince McMahon was rewriting SmackDown 90 minutes before the show and he ripped up the script. I'm like, oh, so it's WWE TV. Yeah. Like, th- this should, this is nothing new. Like, there has been countless, um, not reports, firsthand experiences throughout the Attitude Area, th- throughout, throughout the Attitude Era, you know, in the, you know, post-Attitude Era and all of that, that, um... During the shows, they were still writing the later part of the show, mm-hmm. and they're adjusting and tweaking things as things go on. Right. That's live TV. Um, this week, Kevin Smith, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, um, Was on the President Steve show, WMMR, and he was talking about the fact that like he and Ben Affleck hadn't spoken for like eight years. Like, there's a little bit of falling out, whatever, um, and, you know he wasn't going to be in the new Jane silent Bob movie. And finally, like I, I think the, the story went as at the um, suggestion of somebody else, like, you know, just reach out to him. So he finally sent a text to him and, you know, it, they kind of smoothed everything over or what, what have it. And he put um, Ben Affleck in the new movie and had like, and, and pretty much like it, it was towards the end of filming, all the main parts, like all the parts were already on. Guess what? He wrote a whole new part for him. Like that's what happens. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially when it's someone who's integral to like a story very much. So, Hey Gerald, wait till Chris Jericho is the, uh, AEW world heavyweight champion. Just, just saying he, he's going to, he's going to be a part-timer as well. Go ahead. Tim. Yeah. You know, um, I'm trying not to go, in on Gerald. That's okay. So I'm focusing on. Yes, I'm fine with it. On us. I'm fine <laughs> um, with it. But um, much like AEW is an unproven commodity, WWE is a proven commodity. Sure. And they've been doing this for a while. And sometimes it's hit and miss. It's feast or famine. And the track record is usually pretty good. And while like it may not be everyone's cup of tea, it's enough people's cup of tea to still make them the biggest show in town. Oh yeah. And I know that they're probably counting the days to when AEW's finally on weekly television. Yeah. To be that ignition switch. Sure. To really, like, light a fire under them. I cannot wait for the day when I have wrestling on my TV. Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and then nothing. Like, I was thinking, we were. I was talking in a private chat. Mon- Monday, Tuesdays. Monday, Tuesdays. Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays. Yeah. Well, and be oh, the- that's my streaming schedule, bruh. Come on, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, dude. It, it, well, monkey wrench is everything because like... It's all over, man. You know, we podcast on Thursday, then SmackDown's the next night. Like, 
Things are going to get weird. It's, things, it's going to get good. Things are about to get weird. Um, but like we were, we were talking in a private chat. That's not I my, mean, my I friend. Re- I got to change my my sports podcasting schedule because I normally yeah huddle up do Tuesdays. Wednesday nights. Shit balls. Yeah, man, they screw up everything right now. But in the private chat, we were talking about what's WrestleMania weekend going to look like once well SmackDown no, moves. We we might have our first hint. Um, I was going to bring this up later in news, but they announced the SummerSlam schedule for next year. Yeah, Boston. So Friday night, they're going to do SmackDown Live. Right. You know, Saturday NXT, Sunday SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Monday Monday Raw. But WrestleMania weekend has the Hall of Fame. So oh, balls. do you, what do you do? Do you double head Saturday and you do an no, afternoon, I think- you do an afternoon Hall of Fame and then an evening NXT show? Do you push... No, because they're in the same building. Unless you do uh, Hall of Fame in a different building. You could do the Hall of Fame in a different building. Hmm. Um, um, or you could do it in enough time to where like you can kick everyone out of the building, reset the floor seats. Oh, that's right, because they did Hall of Fame in the ring last year. Yeah. So all you got to do is redo the ropes on the one side. Yeah. Uh, ooh. I mean, you could do that. You could. Um... I don't think that you're two gonna... for one tickets. <laughs> do do three inductees and then an NXT, and it'll really you know what that, you know who, who would hate that the absolute most. Every indie company that's running a show in Tampa, yeah, because well, actually, they are no, you couldn't do that because the floor seats for Hall of Fame are wrestlers, are are WWE staff. So yeah, that would get a little wonky. Yeah, um, and it's... or the, or you just do Hall of Fame on Thursday. Yeah, you could. Or you do it like Tuesday. Like, I don't think you redo Smack. Like, you move SmackDown. No, I think I think because Fox. I think Fox is going to want that to. What if SmackDown became like for that night? SmackDown was the live Hall of Fame ceremony on Fox that was simulcast on the WWE Network. So you give well because I mean it's it's going to definitely it would definitely be longer. Um, it's it's going to be longer than uh two hours. You could give them three hours. So so do two hours. Um, and and then move over to the network. So that gets people to to jump into the network. You know yeah. what I mean? So you do something like that. But um, either way, man, it's like there's there's so much to think of, and that's that's a long ways away. I mean, we're two hundred something days. Away from WrestleMania 36 at Raymond James Stadium for WrestleMania Pirates. I think it's two two hundred forty two days. WrestleMania at, Buccaneer. As of today, I believe. Um, again, if you're following along in the live video, uh, make sure you give it a like, give it a share. We'd appreciate it. Uh, we are going to head it. We're going to move into our predictions. That, because this is a big weekend, obviously NXT and um, and uh, and SummerSlam. Uh, but this week, because obviously no Ryan, because he's you know he's freaking... Ryan did not sprout three heads, and all the heads are way better looking than his Ryan, original Ryan's head. Bogarting all the freaking PTO time that we have here, um, and he doesn't even bring us any Grotto pizza. That it, ungrateful. You know, it's bullshit. He goes to the beach n- numerous times. No Grotto pizza. No red hot pizza tuggos. No nothing. S- no saltwater taffies. No boardwalk fries. No, I don't care if they didn't keep it. Thought the counts. No, uh, you know, uh, kettle corn. None of that. He, he couldn't even. Down, he don't even bring us a dang seashell. He goes yeah, anyway. 
We can put it on the table. Decoration. Yeah, we got deck. We got we got who's it's and what's it's galore Bullcrap. on this desk. But we do we do have another member for the team this week. All right. She was our guest last week. Oh, Brittany Nicole. We're bringing her back in this week. What an upgrade for the yeah, I'm much better than Ryan. Yes, Brittany, you would bring us pizza, correct? If right. you went to the beach and came back. I would, I would definitely bring you pizza. Yeah, I, would, I would bring you salt. I would definitely bring you saltwater taffy too, because that is that is my jam. That that you know you that. this this that's the kind of that's the kind of attitude that's going to bring you that's going to keep bringing you back, and we appreciate that. And uh, so we are we're going to jump into it here. We're going to start with NXT. We'll move to SummerSlam then. Um, so we'll uh, you know I'll give mine. Uh, I'll read Ryan's and Mark's because they did submit their picks. <laughs> um, we'll go here. down the line, Tim, Matt, uh, and then Brittany, you as well. So let's uh, let's NXT takeover, of course, this Saturday night from the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. <laughs> Tim, stop smacking the microphone. I it was dramatically all... turning the sheet, yeah, and I bunched, <laughs> I bunched the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm a, <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Well, Scotty says he says uh, hope Ryan doesn't hurt his ankle again. Well, hopefully there's no Burger Kings. At the beach because that's where he hurt his ankle Yikes. last time. So yeah, yeah, shots fired, Ryan. Um, all right, let's start. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai in a singles match. Uh, I have Io Shirai, as does Ryan. Uh, intern Mark has Candice picking up the win. Io Shirai's new character is awesome. Yes, absolutely. She love looks it. like the leader, the actual leader of the Crazy Eighty Eight from Kill Bill. Like she is, <laughs> she's the the Yakuza. The, the girlfriend of the boss of the Yakuza that actually fights. And that's why I'm picking Io Shirai. Very good. Can't argue with that logic, Tim. Thank you. Um, so, yes, <laughs> Io Shirai, for sure. The theme is boss. Yeah, I mean, Io Shirai, I mean, I love her, her new look. I love the whole new attitude. But, ugh, I mean... I got to go with Candace just because I'm hoping she isn't following in the footsteps of her husband and being this, this, you know, person that always gets knocked down just to get up and get knocked down again. So I got to go with Candace because I adore her so much. So Candace, Candace LeRae, even though I, I love you. It's so, this one's so tough. It's, it's going to be a good match. It should be. This one I, I think is, is a sleeper on this show because you know, the, the remaining four matches are, are, are heavily weighted with, with a lot of, you know, like, I don't want to, not that either of these aren't, aren't well known, but I, I, this is, this is kind of getting lost, I think in the, in kind of the glitz of the rest of the, uh, of the rest of the card. And it's not very often that the non-title match on a takeover card is women. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like this usually, this spot would have gone to like Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane or the finals of the breakout tournament. And instead, it's Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. Yeah, which is awesome. Perfect sign. Um, Scott and Devin both have Io picking up the win as well. Uh, all right, let's go to the uh, NXT Women's Championship match. Shayna Baszler defending against Mia Yim. Uh, intern Mark has Baszler retaining, but Mark and I, or uh, Ryan and I have Mia Yim picking up the win and your new NXT Women's Champion. I gotta go with the queen of spades like still still man until What's the day count on her reign infinity because <laughs> i don't want i don't want her to lose the title until she goes to WWE. it's gonna be like, she goes up and just like, like leaves it there yeah like, i don't need this anymore she's gotta drop it like she is she gets significantly better every time i see her 
the the more she wins, the more fans hate her. Perfect, great. That's the plan. Yeah, right. The, the, and like, the last takeover, like I don't know what it was. I don't know if the, the the flip switch for me or whatever. But like I bought in. Yeah. Big, and it was the first time that I that I was like, whoa, like for for real. Like I, she went not like next level, like three levels she's up. She's great. You know, like in Mario when you when you when you jumped the over pipe, the, la- yeah, yeah. the warp pipe, she warp piped in the last uh, I appreciate that video takeover. game reference. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, no problem, Matt. I mean, I think they have been building up this title reign just for the right moment to pass it on and I think the right moment is in this match to me, Yim. I mean, I, I can't think of any other challenger that they could put up against Shayna Baszler that would make sense to give the title to then in this moment. So I'm going to say a new NXT Women's Champion crowned on Saturday. Yeah, I have to piggyback on Matt with that one, as I think the the HBIC is definitely going to get it. I I love Mia, and I think she – I think it's built up exactly to the right time. Shayna has been a great champion, but I think – Mia getting it now honestly might lead up to a really great rematch for Shayna and Mia at WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it certainly it certainly could. Uh, looking at uh, the comments here in the live video, Scott and Devin both have Mia winning. She, uh, Scott says he thinks they need to move on uh, from Shayna. Um, I, I think, kind of to Tim's point, um, that when the title goes away, be it. She loses the title or goes, I don't need this anymore. I'm moving on. I think you got I think you got to shift her to the main roster. So I, I don't know if if that's now, if that's you know, once you have the the, the, the split when SmackDown goes to Fox, the, you know, that'll obviously remain to be seen. But I think whenever you see that title go, I think she's gotta show up either at Raw or SmackDown the uh the in the next couple of days. Uh, so let's go to the triple threat match for the North American Championship, the Velveteen Dream, defending against Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Um, all, all of myself, Ryan, and intern Mark all have Velveteen Dream retaining. Um, he's just he's he's perfect in in every single way, and uh, and I, I I'd like to see him uh, continue to do the things that the Dream does. I love the Velveteen Dream too. But I think that the time with the North American title is over. And it's going to go to Roddy Strong. Wow. Yep. I I feel that it's Roddy's time. He's looking absolutely fantastic. Uh, About four weeks ago, he had an absolute banger of a match with Tyler Breeze on NXT. Um. I think it's I think it's absolutely great, and you know I, I wouldn't be mad if any of these these gents walked out with the title, but I, my my inkling is towards uh, the Messiah, the Backbreaker. All right. I also think it's time for Dream to drop it, but I have him dropping two Pete Dunn just because I think he did so much with the belt already in NXT that they want to like kind of keep that momentum and let him get a little bit of a run with the North American championship just because he could like do so much with it not being from North America I think that would just be the rub on that yeah I mean just having these three 
competitors together is so great. I really want Velveteen to keep it because I feel like there is just, there's some missed opportunities right now that could be used with him still having that title. I feel like there's still, we can still do things with him having that title. Who I want to, this is the whole like who I want to have it and who I know is going to get it. Who I want to have it is Velveteen Dream, but who I'm going for is Roderick Strong, just because it mm. it does play a really good storyline with the Undisputed Era and everything. So, but oh man, those three together, it's it's going to be a really good match. NXT altogether, that whole that whole pay per view is just going to be fantastic. Oh yeah, and and it's it's um, they they always deliver. Um, Scotty and Devin in the comments both have uh, Roderick Strong picking up the win here, and uh, and Scotty to his question earlier, um, and Brittany, you, we'll we'll get we we'll get yours uh, as well. Scotty asked earlier on, um, what what do we think the match of the weekend will be, or what match are we most looking forward to? Um, he says this one. This one's going to be the match of the weekend, and it, it certainly has the possibility to. Um, there's, you know, I think, I think probably every match, at least four of the five, if not every match on this card, has the potential to do that. Um, as uh, again, takeovers always deliver. So, um, NXT Tag Team Championship match. Uh, you have the Street Profits defending against the Undisputed Era. Um, Myself, Brian, Mark, we all have the Street Profits retaining. Um, for me, I, I think it is part of part of the reason to do with you know they haven't had the titles for very long, and also the you know the sprinkle sprinkle onto Monday Night Raw that they've had you know week after week after week. I think people are loving it. I think it's been the perfect way to introduce the Street Profits to you know again if just broad numbers if there's a million network subscribers and three million people watch raw every week you're there's potentially two million people that you know or more that have never seen the street profits before so it's a great way to introduce them i think they're doing a great job at it so i i you know that's it's kind of a twofold reason why i think um the street profits retain here you know me I do know you. I love me some street. You profits. do. I so I think I know where you're going with this. I love me some street profits, but but it's gonna be the undisputed era. It's gonna be fishing, uh, fishing O'Reilly, the God Kyle O'Reilly. If for anything else, I have been severely lacking in my hours of wrestling watched comparative to or hours of watching Kyle O'Reilly on television equaling amount of times I've seen the title guitar. Okay. I need I that equation back. You need that title guitar back. I need, life. yeah, I need him back on the, on you the six string. You know on the WWE Network you can just go watch. But it's not the same. You want, the, you want current. I want live action. Okay, you want I don't want gotcha. Memorex. I want the... <laughs> I want, all I right. want him to feel it. <laughs> so, all right, so you have the Undisputed Era uh, picking up the titles. Matt? Uh, no, I have the Street Profits holding just because I think that this match is kind of going to be Undisputed Era swan song 
before their run in NXT. I think they're moving on, moving up pretty quick. So uh, Street Profits are going to hold on to the belts here. I have to go opposite of that and say that, you know, the Undisputed Era is going to take those belts. I, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the Street Profits, I did not like them. I was just <laughs> like, what? I did not. And then when they started talking more and getting more, and then when they started doing those little segments and bits, I'm like, oh, God, I like the Street Profits. Why? Why do I like the Street Profits? And I love them. But I think the reason that they're bringing them and having these little peppered and sprinkles onto Raw and stuff like that, I think they're going to bring them up faster than they're going to bring anybody else up. I think that they're a great tag team to have, whether it's on NXT, Raw, SmackDown, whatever. And I think that the belts are going to go to Undisputed Era and the Street Profits are going to go up at some point soon. Every day, I hope that Angelo Dawkins gets down on his knees and he prays and he thanks God <laughs> that Montez Ford came into his life because the curse yeah. of greatness, yeah. the curse of greatness was more of a curse and less great for Angelo Dawkins. And then Montez Ford with that cup and them dances and his charisma is dragging Angelo Dawkins from the pit of despair into being <laughs> tolerable on television. And I'm here for yes. it. However, we can make, make Angelo Dawkins great again. Let's just do it. <laughs> uh, Scott has uh, fish and O'Reilly winning. Devin has the street profits. Uh, Scotty says, what are in those cups? Wrong answers only. Uh, I'll let people leave it in the comments. You know, we'll, We'll try and uh, motor past that one because there can be a lot of interesting answers. Smart water. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> All right. Let's go to the two out of three falls match for the NXT championship. Adam Cole, Bay Bay, defending against Johnny Gargano. Um, myself and Ryan and Mark all have Adam Cole, Bay Bay, retaining. Uh, and of course, what would a two out of three falls match be? Without it going to all three falls. That's true. And see, this match is less of a two out of three falls match in more of a three stages of hell. Yes. Because uh, both Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole have picked stipulations for the falls. The first, first is fall is a street, street fight, fight picked by Johnny Gargano. The second is a singles match picked by Adam Cole. And if it goes to the third fall. So when it, it goes to the third fall. It's William Regal's decision as to what the matchup will be. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see if you're playing along with me at home, everyone. Oh, I picked Roderick Strong for the North American Jeez, title. I'm gonna pick. I picked the NXT title match for the Undisputed Era. So clearly, you're going Johnny Gargano here. I'm going Johnny Gargano. Wait, you mean really? Yes. Wow. Because I think, and this is, this is the pro. What would it be if I didn't prognosticate? Oh, well, it would not be a three count Thursday before with, a pay per view weekend. Correct. I think this is where the Undisputed Era jump out Adam Cole. Uh-huh. Everyone gets gold but Adam, and Adam fails. Mm. And they jump him out. God, okay. Yes. So that that's your post-match. Yes. Because with takeovers, there's it, always post-match Because it looked like they teased it last month. Yes. When, he won, when Cole won, I thought they were going to jump out like Bobby Fish or... Or Roddy. But instead, it's like they all got the happy ending in the ring. And I feel like they're going to 
they're going to set it up again, and the Undisputed Era are just going to wipe the floor with Adam Cole. I like it. I, I like that a lot. I hope that happens now. Matt, <laughs> what do you got? Uh, well, as I said earlier, I think Undisputed Era is due for the call-up soon, which would mean that Adam Cole has to drop the belt just because I think they need to get all four of those guys up to the main roster so they can start building to the Undisputed Era versus the club at Survivor Series, which everyone wants to see. So, Gargano for the win here. I want Gargano to win, but I think Undisputed Era is going to be walking out with all the gold. However, I do like your, like, M. Night Shyamalan, like, plot twist going on with them jumping Adam Cole. That that would be fantastic. I, I was pay to see that so yeah i i I think gargano isn't gonna win though i I think it's i think it's gonna still play as long nice and normal wwe style and adam cole is gonna get the belt yeah and i'm fine with that because either way i think that gargano much like matt has said that like the undisputed era is not much longer for nxt the same thing with johnny gargano can be said he's been he's been in nxt for oh yeah, how feels, many long? I mean, he, it feels like since NXT was a thing on the network. Yeah, I mean, he, like, like, and I know it hasn't was, been that long. I think he's like the third class because he's not he's not the Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn like. Well, because because he, he was Kenta he, class. Because he, I mean, he wrestled at Legacy, so I mean, that's that's been within. He was the he, five year window. He didn't come in until the very first Cruiserweight Classic, right? So which was. Two, three years ago. Cruiserweight, cru- Cruiserweight Classic was first, right? Yeah. Cruiserweight. No, it was Tag Team, then Cruiserweight. Well, Dust- the Dusty Classic dates back. The Dusty right. Classic is like an actual NXT thing. The Cruiserweight Classic was more like a WWE type thing. Um, but gosh, when was the Cruiserweight Classic? Was that 2016? Well, I know he, he wrestled. Scotty said he wrestled at the last NXT TakeOver in Toronto in 2016. So... I mean, we're we're going. I mean, we're, he was, he's with, been there a long time. He's with been DIY, there. so that yeah, it's been three Classic years. He's been, been there a long time. Christmas Classic was 2015. Yeah, we're getting old. We're getting old, folks. Oh, it's yeah. happening. Yeah, I know. We're, yeah, we're, it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Tim just had a harsh realization yeah. that that time is is passing us all. Um, Scotty says that he thinks that the third fall will be a loser. Uh, leaves NXT. Um, that would be dope. That would be dope. That's that's solid. <laughs> I like that a lot, Scotty. Uh, Cole, he says Cole wins. Gargano leaves, um, and Champa waves to Cole to end the show. Um, Devin says Adam Cole picks up the win. Um, yeah, Scotty thinks uh, Undisputed Era is going to walk out with all the gold this weekend, which again certainly possible. Yeah, man. And if it happens, I mean, it's not I'm it's mad. not like we're suffering because of it because they are fantastic. Um, NXT can never do wrong. Like it doesn't even feel like I can't remember the last poor decision that was made in NXT. I can't. At least not at a takeover. Like it, yeah, like I really, I really can't. Like there may be there may be times where I'm like, eh, that match wasn't. You know, like I I, and I I always go back to to Takeover Philly, the Royal Rumble weekend. Um, that that it was not my favorite card overall, but the main event 
was was one of the best. And it was also like because that was was that Andrade versus Johnny. Yes, I remember seeing that match as the NXT title match, and I was like, uh I think everybody did this like, match, huh? like because at that time Andrade was an unproven commodity. Yes, and then. The big and coming out was, party. And then he became a proven commodity. Yeah, and now Charlotte's with him, so yeah, everything's so, great. Well well done, sir. Uh, any other thoughts, Tim, Matt, Brittany, on, on NXT before um, before we move on to SummerSlam? I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward. It's going to be a great show. I'll have my popcorn ready. Yeah. I'll, I'm good. super excited. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be great. And I'm going to make my girlfriend watch it. Are you? Yep, she's gonna she's gonna take this medicine. <laughs> look, yeah. I've had look, look. I don't know how much anime I've watched. I don't know how much other stuff I've watched. Babe, babe, you can you can do anything else you want. We're watching wrestling. Lit, Enjoy it, little by little, guys. It, I'm like, it, and it's and it's happening week by week. I'll throw I'll put Raw on. I'll put SmackDown on. She usually hangs in for about an hour. But the, my and this has been my favorite part. This has been a long journey I, over. We've been. She and I have been together over ten years, Decade eleven years, uh, over eleven years. And at, at first, if if when she saw then now forever start, pff, gone. I like. I mean, light the carpet on fire. She was running out of the room <laughs> that fast. But now she's hanging in there. She watches Ms. and Mrs. with me. She's watched Total Divas with me, Total Bellas with me. But like week by week, she, you know, like when uh, Mike Kanellis was on Raw. She goes, is that Cesaro? She remembered, bald guy with beard. Like, little by little, it's happening. I'm telling you. And she's picking good guys to she, remember. Right, right, right. So, like, remember how, like, in the pre-show, post-show, spoiler alert, remember Patreon.com, says so three count Thursday, pay a couple bucks. Three count this Thursday, is, two bucks a month. This two bucks a, a this month. This is a good one to hear. A but whole month. What we talked about, the fucking happening, oh. this is, like, this is not the fu- This is the opposite of the fucking. This is good. The holy fucking. The holy fucking. Because <laughs> I never thought this would actually be a thing. Like, ah, oh my god, it's uh, happening! It's happening. All right, so let's move to Sunday um, and SummerSlam. Currently, and I and I do say this, I do stress this. Currently, there are ten matches on the card. I expect at least one tag match to be added in the next couple days. I still think there's a possibility that a uh, a Roman Reigns match. Gets added onto this card from from all of the uh, you know the shenanigans of the uh, of the week. So currently a ten match card. Uh, we are going to do the PW scorecards. So on Twitter at PW scorecards, Facebook.com slash PW scorecards. Um, if you fill them out, if you're the best score to beat our best score, maybe we can scrounge up a prize pack. Yeah. So pay attention. Um, so uh, you know, make sure you do that. But if you go to uh, if you go to their their Facebook Twitter page, they express that uh, you know I think it's like two p.m. There, you know the, that that's, that's the cutoff the cut, time yeah. for the card for the uh, the unscheduled appearances, all of that stuff. So you know th- th- there can and probably will be matches added um, to this card. But as we sit today, ten matches on the card. We're going to start at the bottom, work our way up to the top. And uh, and let's do this thing same order as before. We got the singles match for the cruiserweight championship, and what I think could have a potential to kind of make everybody go, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. for the entire weekend. Drew Gulak defending against Oni Lorcan. 
Um, myself, Ryan, and Mark all have Drew Gulak retaining, but I, I, I will, you know, put a cat, a uh, asterisk on this. I would not be shocked to see Lorcan walk out of this with the title. Yeah, um, I am one hundred percent here for the wild card, uh, Drew Gulak, uh, but Oni Lorcan is about to show out. Yes, and if you know anything of his independent work before coming to. Uh, NXT as uh, Biff Busick. Uh, he and Drew Gulak have a history, a past together, so they're very comfortable with one another. So, you know how, like, best friends when they wrestle, like, you remember how hard, like, Ciampa and Gargano hit each other? Yeah. Lor- Brett Owen. I mean, Lorkin, like- Lorkin already hits people really hard, right. and so does Drew. <laughs> Somebody's head is coming off in Canada. <laughs> Uh, I have Drew retaining just because I think that he can do a lot more with it at this point. But I do think, Tim, you're right. This is going to be like the showing off party for these two. And like Jim said, possible like match of the night sleeper pick for me. Yeah, I mean, Oni Larkin, I mean, when he... Uh, in the independent world with Drew, I mean, they had some great matches. To to be on this kind of stage and have them wrestle is just going to be it, it's going to be fabulous. It's, yeah, you're right. Somebody's head is going to get knocked off. And I also think that a lot of people, you know, are sleeping on Oni Larkin. A lot of people didn't think that he should have even been the person to go against Drew. So I'm really excited to see this match. I do think Drew is going to retain but uh, i i do i'm really excited because oni does have a lot to show these people and i think a lot of people are going to be impressed with how well this this match is going to go that is one of what i expect to be two across the board sweeps as it comes to predictions um for the weekend uh for us let's move to the next one this is a match that um i you know a month ago i don't think anybody really would have seen coming but uh, I'm here for all of it. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus in what could be Trish Stratus's last match. I know she she kind of tweeted something along those lines, and of course everybody plays the never say never card. But you know if 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 there's a if there's not a better place to go out than in your home country and a, against kind of the you know this era's Trish, if you kind of want to like make the comparisons. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think there is, is probably a better time for, uh, for Trish to, uh, to walk away. Um, which is why I have Charlotte picking up the win because what better way to go out than on your back? Um, I have Charlotte winning Ryan and intern Mark have, uh, Trish picking up the win. Um, also you never win in your home, in your home state, city, country, town, whatever. The last time Trish had her last match in what was then the Air Canada Center and now the Scotiabank Scotiabank Arena. Arena. It was against Lita, and she won. And she retired as women's champion. Unfortunately, I don't think she's going to have the same luck against Charlotte Flair. My absolute hope, and this is me being a little cynical, and and being a little less positive, but I hope Trish can keep up. I agree because because 
nothing taking nothing away from Trish Stratus. Better, faster, stronger now than they were before. And yeah. Charlotte is one of the best to ever do it. Not well, just and, and I also think that there, you know, the the height difference. We we have seen um you know, for for whatever your opinion on Alicia Fox is, sometimes the fact that she is that much taller does not help her. So in, in, in this match, that that could be somewhat problematic too. I I mean I would imagine that this has probably been planned for a while mm-hmm. and hopefully that, that this match has been worked on for a while. Um but uh but yeah, no, I, I, I all valid points too. So you have Charlotte winning. I have Charlotte winning over the the very absolute uh, part time Trish Stratus, Gerald. Uh, Matt, go ahead. I mean, before I make my prediction, I don't know how you can mention Alicia Fox without the Stone Cold clip. But <laughs> <laughs> I will hit it. I will hit it. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So um, obviously, Trish, my favorite of all time but she's coming back to just elevate Charlotte more. It wouldn't make sense for Charlotte to take the loss in this. Um, so Charlotte gets the win. I agree. Charlotte gets the win on this one. I, I love that Trish is coming back, but it is just to boost the fact that they wanted legends. She didn't make the legends show. It's going to help boost Charlotte because Charlotte didn't have a match at SummerSlam to begin with because she's not in the title right now. And so I think it's going to be great. I think it's, I think Charlotte's going to help lead the match. I mean, Charlotte is a very good leader when it comes to matches. And so I think she'll be able to see if Trish is going to need a break or needs to catch up or whatnot. And I think at the end, it's going to be one of those things where like, Trish raises her hand, everybody's so nice, you know, it's this whole kind of, you know, giving her the the thumbs up, like, all right, kids, you, you take it now, I'm going to go back back to being a, a legend and put my feet up. Yeah, I think I think it, 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 it it's going to be one of those kind of all-time moments, mm-hmm. you know, like, like that, that we've seen time and time again, um, and, and I think that Sunday will be no different, but Matt, this one's for you. What's your favorite match? My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Who? (laughs) Um, Classic. That that clip will never get old. Is this match the closest we're going to get to the female equivalent of Rock Hogan? Yes. Yeah, I would think so. I, I, I think so. At least for for now, until like we have time down the line, where sure, like Charlotte takes her leave of absence and then comes back, and you've got somebody else yes. coming up. That's, but yeah, that's I mean, it's, it's one of Triple H and Stephanie's daughters, right? Right? Yeah, Aurora so, Rose McMahon, something like that. But yeah, no, I I think, and I mean that also happened in Toronto, oddly enough. Yeah. Um, over at the over at the Sky Dome, only a couple blocks away, but yeah, no, I think I think this is because this is, um, you know, it's 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 that match, it's that moment that you you never really 
thought they were going to get. I mean, I know just like when they were face to face on uh, on TV this week, it was like, whoa, like, you know, what I mean, it, it did. It had that um, it had that that that, that Rock Hogan. A feel lot of to a it. lot of electricity to, to steal a phrase from that. But, sure. And and Canada's a wrestling town. Canada's absolutely like Toronto is is where it's at. And it's it will not be missed at all to know that these two this could be match of the night but in regards of like moments right like right because rock hogan was not match of the night like in terms of wrestling like right. between the ropes but it was the most memorable thing right it was on that it, it was forever court. moment um of the of the year of the 5 year period i mean it was it they was still all- find they it still find a way to show that. Yeah, it was in all time, and, and, and it forever will be. And, and that this one has the potential to do that as well. All right, let's move on to what should what – should, actually, this should be one of three um, clean sweeps across the board. I thought I said two earlier. This should, be, this should be another one. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. I'm going to try to make this as quick as the match is going to go. Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg. So Dolph Ziggler's trying to red herring me. With his social media posts. Don't do it. I want it real bad. There's no way. There's no, but there is because they're running out of people to send to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and you can easily call up the Ryback. What is the Ryback doing? Like, what? what is he doing? He just got a stem cell treatment. I know that. All so right. He's, so, so he's he, going to be healthy. He, and he's hungry. And he's, he's hungry. He's hungry. He loves to eat. Feed him more. Right. And... I'm just in my head. I'm like, Tim, just say Goldberg. I got Goldberg, Thank man. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. Goldberg, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I got to have to go with Goldberg, even even though it, it's just, yeah, Goldberg. That's, yeah. It, it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Devin has Goldberg on the last one. Devin has uh, had uh, Trish picking up the win. Um, yeah, this – and, and – and this is no shot at, at Dolph Ziggler. Um, I, I love Dolph when he's when he's bought in. He's, yeah, I he's love gold. Dolph. But this match should be all of the amount of the match should be shorter than Goldberg's entrance. Let's put it that way. It should be a quick hitter. Get in and get out, and uh, and we'll go on to the next one here, which should be on fire. It is the United States Championship match. AJ Styles defending against Ricochet. Uh, myself, Ryan, Mark, all have Styles winning. For me, it's it's and you know it's it's time to put the feud to bed. Also, you just got the OC together, and everybody's got gold. Don't screw it up. You've screwed it up before. Don't do it again. The OC. Let's go. It's a lose lose situation because I don't like the fact that Ricochet can lose this and and not walk away with the United States title. But also. You've just put a lot of equity into AJ being with the club, or excuse me, the OC, the, <laughs> the the original. Don't say the club. Yeah, the, the I mean, yeah, the OC. Thank yeah, you. the reboot. <laughs> the reboot. Uh, the, the reboot. Um, so I have to go, Uncle Allen here. Like, I, golly, you gotta go, AJ Styles, and um, so I'm, I'm gonna go AJ, but I really just. No, I got it. I, I I know what you're saying. I feel like Ricochet needs the win more, but 
The OC three needs the. Needs There's the three win of more. them that need it versus right, exactly. one of them that needs it. So like Ricochet's one, the 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 OC is greater. The three needs more than the one. That's true. Matt, go ahead. Um, I mean, going off of my earlier prediction that the whole undisputed era and the I'm, and I said the club earlier and how dare I, but the OC happen at. Survivor Series, you need to make the OC look as strong as possible going into November, and that's got to start at SummerSlam. So AJ Styles would need to get the win, despite, like Tim said, Ricochet would need it more. I think Ricochet needs it more, but I also think that they can put Ricochet in any kind of fight, any kind of match. They can make him chase for anything. So I I don't think it's going to hurt him as much. And I think that the, we're, I'm just going to call it the club two electric boogaloo. That's <laughs> yeah. The name is from now on. Um, they, I think that they need it. I, especially now that they're pushing it. So they're pushing it so hard. They're pushing that OC. Like they're just ramming it down your throat and without even buying you dinner first. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's definitely, <laughs> It's definitely going to be AJ keeping, yeah. And what are the three O's they say? They're the original, there's something, and then they're the only club that matters? Yeah, what is the, what's what's the, I, I forget what the second O is. Somebody in the comments will have to help us What's well. the second, hey, Gerald, what's the second O? <laughs> uh, for the <laughs> yeah, O's. Yeah, Gerald. Yeah. Um, Gerald's really intense tonight. He's, he's fired up. He is, um, but... I also think too that that there's obviously the the, the possibility, and I think Devin even uh, predicted it. I know he said Styles for the win. William said AJ wins by interference from the OC. So I, I think that's where you protect Ricochet a bit because you know the the OC gets involved. Um, you know, so yes, Ricochet doesn't get the title. Um, you know, but it's it's but n- me, it's not the do, cleanest. Of if you wins. do a DQ, it doesn't let Ricochet well, go I, off. Well, I don't think it's not. I don't think it's a DQ. Oh, I, it's, a, I, it's an interference. You know, okay. like you know, like Gallows and Anderson just show Schmaz, up at the top of the yeah. ramp or something like that, um, or you know, ref bump Magic Daddy. Yes, yeah, you know, something like that. So the feud's over, but Ricochet, do, you know, doesn't get egg on his face. So, um, all right, let's go to the next one here. Uh, if, if somebody catches up on the on the middle, oh, we'll we'll hit that back. We got the singles match, and and this should also be one that I don't think should be very long. I think if this match goes longer than two, two and a half, you're you're probably doing somebody, and by somebody I mean the fiend a disservice. Um, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Uh, it should be listed the fiend versus Finn Balor, but I wrote down the fiend. Ryan and intern Mark. Uh, gave me Bray Wyatt, but I think we're, we we agree that it's not Finn Balor. Yeah, it's absolutely the Fiend. Um, much like last year's SummerSlam when the Demon ate up Baron Corbin, yes, I feel like it's now Finn Balor's turn to get eaten up. And one thing people need to remember, I will probably see, and everybody will probably see in the comments of any internet thread, well, why doesn't Finn Balor just use the demon? Because he's going to lose. The storyline is Finn does not summon the demon. The demon summons Finn. And then the demon takes over. So the demon has not 
called upon Finn yes. yet. And that's at WrestleMania. Like, can we get there? Can we let Bray Wyatt let's just do some... Let's not force time. Let's, in, let's sit and enjoy Bray Wyatt actually winning a fucking match for once. Please. Finn Balor, have a wonderful nuptials. Yes. We'll see, Bray you, Wyatt. We'll see you at WrestleMania. <laughs> um, to kind of keep going with my storyline of this Survivor Series that inevitably won't even happen... Um, I'm going to have Finn Balor losing here just so we can start like paving the way for the OC to bring Finn back into the fold there. So the Fiend gets the win because he needs it more than Finn does at this point. Yeah, I mean, the Fiend all the way. I The whole fun house and everything that's built up to this, I mean... How could you not be like, oh, okay, Finn Balor wins. Oh, we're just going to throw that out the window now. <laughs> right. No, it's definitely going to be the scene. It, it, I mean, it's that's a no-brainer. But also it's great because it can lead up to a great story between those two, having this almost kind of Undertaker, Kane-esque kind of thing going on with the demon and the scene. It's, it's kind of hearkening back to that if they do it right. I have a question for the the PA contingent of three count Thursday. Yes. So there's five of us. Yes. For Halloween. Can we all dress up as the members of the Firefly Funhouse, where one of us is Bray. Ooh. One of us is Ramblin rabbit. One of us is can Abby. Sister Abigail. One of us sure. is one of us is Huskus the pig boy. Yeah. Okay. Tim, you can be Huskus the pig boy. I will be Huskus. I kind of like boy. this idea. And one of us can be, um, gosh, I said Ramblin rabbit. Who's oh uh, the vulture? What's the name of the vulture? Oh, uh, Mercy. Mercy. Mercy the buzzard. So we can do Mercy. I like this. Mercy, Huskus, Ramblin' Rabbit, Sister Abigail, and Bray Wyatt. I love it. Yeah, I love just it. Just a thought, you know. I do like this. Idea. Anyway, I can cover we my ju- face in we chocolate. Just, we just ha- we just have to find a Halloween party or <laughs> throw a Halloween party. Uh, yeah, just throw one. Halloween is on. A Friday this year. Yes. Because that is Super Sandown 4. No, I think. No, it is Halloween. The new. The... Oh, it's on a Thursday this year. Oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's on a Thursday. Yeah, it's a Thursday because. So we can actually. Do oh, we get to dress up for the, the podcast. Oh, Tim just got real happy. Yeah, Tim just got. Tim just got super happy. I thought he was going to break his headphones. He started waving them around. I think he, I think he is going to break them. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, that's that's probably going to be a thing. That uh, That's probably going to be a thing that's going to happen on the podcast then. All right. Let's keep moving here. A um, couple more matches ago. Singles match. If Kevin Owens loses, he'll be forced to quit WWE. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Uh, myself, Ryan, Mark, we all have Kevin Owens. Um I mean, I guess theoretically, if Shane would win, uh, you know, you could do one of these, uh, you know, beg for your job back sort of stories. But I think similar to some other themes of the of the show and, and being that this is like the WrestleMania of the summer, this this is a show where storylines come to die. And that's what, what needs to happen with this. So Kevin Owens gets the win. We all move on. Um, I really want Kevin Owens to win this. I've got Kevin Owens winning this, but I can easily see. Oh, I can too. Yeah, because because it's, I feel like he's gonna lose. I feel like Shane's gonna lose though because it's gonna 
I feel like there's going to be a major table set after SummerSlam to get ready for the Fox move. Okay. And we're going to start seeing more and more influence of Heyman and, and, Bischoff. and Bischoff. My just hope is that Bischoff doesn't see a lot of stock in Shane McMahon, best in the world. But, you know, I'm sorry, Matt. I don't want to. I don't want to throw salt <laughs> on your favorite wrestler of all time. But um, I hope you can forgive me in saying that I hope Kevin Owens wins. For the simple fact that it would serve all of you right that Kevin Owens would like have to don't leave say the it. company. Don't say for it. Sure, I am picking and hoping that Shane McMahon wins, and I will gladly die my Shane talks. McMahon jersey that I was gifted on Christmas two years ago again. <laughs> Bubby a kid. Wow. Bubby. Wow. Uh, Matt, I thought I knew you. (laughs) All right. Well, um, I definitely want Kevin Owens to win. Thank you. I think he's going to win. Uh, I like Shane McMahon in certain ways, in in certain storylines, in certain aspects, but I think this one is not a good one for him to come out on top of. The only way I think he would come out on top of is if, you know, he like jumped off the burning rafter somewhere and like did some <laughs> kind of crazy bump like that and just, you know, took out took Brit- out like half the crowd, including Kevin Owens. I don't know. That's the only thing I can say. Let me, let, let me ask you this, Brittany. Um, how did you feel about the Shane McMahon, AJ Styles, WrestleMania storyline? Was that was that Shane McMahon that you were okay with? No. <laughs> no. I, I'm not okay with Shane McMahon being in, in bigger pictures like that. I'm I'm cool with Shane McMahon dancing around and doing his little thing on on the on the walk and just just having fun like that but like when he when he starts wrestling then i'm not fine with it it's like okay Okay. go back to your desk yeah just just wanted to get that that input there that's that's, that's interesting isn't it jim matt how how much how much did you pay her to say that that's that's all i want to know (laughs) um can we, can we, a lot of money. I'm sorry, what? You're nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, can we talk about how Shane McMahon is the gutsiest dude in the world? Because he is forever wearing jackets in the summer. Like, as a person who sweats a lot like Shane McMahon, why is, is he true. forever wearing jackets? Like, because if he didn't wear jackets, degrees. his shirts would be literally dripping. At least the jacket contains Orleans. the sweat. In the middle of like a hundred and it was like a hundred and five degrees the last time they were here in New Orleans, yeah. and he was in a jacket, and I'm like, "Who are you?" Hundred and hell, it's what it's hot. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you, it, it, it's just because he has to have those. The jacket has to be like lined with like super absorbent towels or something to just keep the he sweat from needs, dripping off. He of just him. needs dry fit everything. Like him and him and Lesnar battle in like sweat off matches just sitting in the back. Like like I'm I'm convinced that's a thing that happened. Um catching up on some comments uh here from the last match. Um William and Devin both had Bray Wyatt winning. Um on this one, Devin has Kevin Owens winning and uh and, and so does William as well. Uh, he says uh, Shane will go back uh, into the office and stay off TV. Um, and I, I mean, I, I think, yeah, it won't be quite as in our face uh, as it has been. I think he'll pop up from time to time. 
but uh, it will not be what it's been. So now let's go to the four big time title matches. How you doing, Rob Noxious? Joining us on the uh, on the comments here, and and again, if you're following along on the live video, give it a share. Get some people uh, who like wrestling in here and discussing this with us. Um, let's go to the singles match, WWE Championship, and a story that has been told fantastically uh, over the course of this build. Um, Randy Orton challenging for uh, Kofi Kingston's WWE title. Ryan and Mark have Kofi. I, somewhat to my disappointment, and 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 <laughs> Tim is already snarling at me. I have Randall Orton picking up his, what is it, 15th? Would this be 15 for him? Ooh, he's getting in John Cena territory. But uh, no, I have Randy Orton winning. I do. I, I just, I have this weird feeling that this that, that that's the trigger they're going to pull this weekend. Yeah. Um, I love, th- this is the match I'm most looking forward to. Of all the weekend. Oh, okay. This is the match. Gotcha. Um, the 10-year build, I remember vividly being 100% behind Kofi Kingston during the boom drop through the production table at Madison Square Garden and him throwing paint on the Randy Orton car. And I was here for it. And then when they snuffed him out and Randy Orton called him stupid, I was heartbroken. And now that they they've... They're paying off the fan in me who has followed this, followed both of them, followed the WWE for the last 10 years, that they're giving it back to me, and this is the story. It's so good. I absolutely want Kofi Kingston to win this, but I cannot be mad if Randy Orton wins. So your pick, though, is My pick is Kofi Kingston. Year of Kofi. Yeah, I think of all the people that they could drop this belt to, and now that I just said those words, I know it's going to happen, but Randy Orton makes the least amount of sense. <laughs> so I will pick Kofi, and I will just accept how wrong I am on Sunday. <laughs> uh, well, if you're wrong, then I'm wrong, too, because I'm going to pick Kofi. I love this payoff. I mean, yeah, it's been... 10 years in the making and most of the stuff people don't remember but going back to it it's just so great to see this fine like it's it's like finally it's like mm, i get a payoff from the wwe love it so good but you have to play a drinking game when you watch this match because you have to drink every time you hear the word vintage you have to drink every time you hear out of nowhere you have to drink every time they mention kofi going back to ghana with his belt <laughs> And you have to, and you have to drink every time they mention this has been ten years in the making. Because now all of a sudden they like remember and they're like, oh yeah, that's right. Let's hype it up. It's like they put this match together and then they re- remembered like, oh yeah, they have history. Oh man, we can use this. It was it was like all of a sudden out of the blue they just remembered. But yeah, I think Kofi's gonna keep it because Randy doesn't need it. Randy Orton's Randy Orton. I mean he's. He's, he is who he is. He doesn't need it. Kofi needs it more, and Co- what Kofi's doing with it and what it's symbolizing to so many people is huge. And even WWE is not going to throw that away for Randy Orton when Randy Orton can just come out and do an RKO on anybody and get over. 
or his wife can do one on him. Yeah. And 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 let me let me be one hundred percent clear. Randy I am Orton's not, wife is a smoke show. Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but, but, oh my god! Yes. She yes, is. she is. Right. Oh, can I get a witness? <laughs> but I, I am not. Preach. I am not happy about my pick. I am not happy about it. Hey man. But like, the, it just. I don't know. It just. I I have that feeling, oh you know, happy. you know, like that feeling, like about three and a half hours before you throw up. <laughs> where like you get that like I'm, I, I, you I'm a little three and a half hours. You get like you that first up? taste of like, did I did I eat something bad? Yeah, and then it kind of goes away for a while, and then like you come back later and you get sick and you're like, yeah, man, like, I should have seen this coming. Ah, shrimp tacos get you every time. Or like the first scratch in the back but of your then it throat came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> like the first scratch in the back of your throat, like bo- like before you uh, full blown flu. Yeah, like that's that's kind of this what I'm getting with the Randy Orton. Like, yeah, not happy about it, but I got to make the pick. I also love this drinking game. It's a good thing I work from home. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you want us to all be dead? Like, I mean, like that's that's a dangerous game. <laughs> I got but only Look, one I'm life from, to I'm live. From New Orleans. I'm I'm from New Orleans. We 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 go hard here. Well, so. th- that right. that's true for us Pennsylvania people. Maybe only pick one of those four items. Nah, man, I got to drink. All. On. Tim, vintage. Go ahead. Out Some of, of us have to go to work on Monday. Tim. I do too. It's just yeah. mine's fifteen yeah, I say, steps I was from my bed. Say, I was gonna say I actually have to get up and drive to work. I'll be oh. a six minute commute. Um, all right, let's my keep head. moving here. Um, the SmackDown Women's Championship match, Bailey defending against Ember Moon. Myself, Ryan, and Mark all have Bailey retaining. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if they, you know, kind of pulled that fast one and, and threw it on Ember. But um, I think she will get her due in, 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 in time. But I think especially if some of the... If if the buzz that's been buzzing since right after WrestleMania actually turns out to be true this time, and and that Sasha's returning, I think there's much more to this. If if, if Bailey retains, so I, I have we all have Bailey. I also have Bailey, and I wholeheartedly believe that Bailey's hood rat friend Sasha Banks will show up <laughs> and be here again, and. Hopefully without the die job, like I'm, I'm here for a freshened up Sasha Banks. Like I think there is money involved. There's money to be made. Sure. Still with Sasha, especially now. And I'm, we'll talk about it a little later on the podcast, but since they've announced the, the happenings of WWE 2K20 and the feature that you get to play as the four horsewomen, how are you going to Hype How are you going to do that if you don't like, have one of them? You're just going to have Gray Cloud over Sasha Banks. Like you would want to have Sasha in the fold, in the fold, at least in the near future through into October when the game releases. Everybody needs a recharge, man. Yeah, she's been going hard for a lot of years, and and, and there was uh, you know a lot of talk a year ago, eighteen months ago, two years ago that she was banged up, that she was beat up. So you know what? Take some time off, refresh. Come back at it and 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 come back and clean because she's really good. So, uh, Matt, your pick here. Uh yeah, I have Bailey winning um, just because I don't think the timing's right for Ember Moon. I think she will have a good run with the title at some point. I just don't think that we've seen enough of her like developed on the main roster yet to give it to her at this point. 
Especially, I think it's going to be Ember Moon because, uh, I mean, since when did WWE ever wait for it to be the right time for somebody to have the title? So true. So I, I think it's going to be Ember just because I do hope that Sasha comes back soon. I mean, she had a well-deserved break. I mean, she, she was beat up for a very long time and she needed a break. And I think Ember's going to have it for a minute. I think Sasha's going to come back and possibly take it from Ember. And then we're going to have a Sasha Bailey off at WrestleMania of some sort. And that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially now, like the last couple of weeks on WWE television, they've given the shades of gray to Bailey. Yes. Where Bailey hitting the Bailey to belly out of nowhere on Ember moon for apparently no reason. Right. Um, so I'm really interested to see what the dynamic might be is if it's a less than Sterling Bailey versus a less than dirty Sasha. Yeah. Where you cross those cross those paths at the same time kind of naturally without, right. you're, like you're not, without either of them being You're the not impetus. sure who's what. It's just kind of, you know, this is what you're getting. Pick a side or, or don't and just enjoy it. Um, Devin, Gerald, and William all have Bailey uh, picking up the win here. All right, let's move to the Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch defending against Natalia. Uh, intern Mark has Becky winning. Ryan and myself have Natalia winning. Um, I, I, I think, I think that, you, that there is a potential here to do like, like a, a Montreal screw job in reverse. Um, oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, they're, they're obviously they're they're playing up similar to the the nineteen ninety seven stuff, the, the the Canadian versus the you know not Canadian thing. So, um, I, I, I whatever happens, whether it is Natty, whether it's Becky, I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's clean either way here. I think it's there's there there's going to be there's going to be some fucking going on. With the end of this match. Uh, but I have Natty winning, as does Ryan. Yeah, and for the first time of the night, I'm actually seeing eye-to-eye with what Gerald's saying. <laughs> it, who knew that it would only take like a good hour and plus minutes of the pod for Gerald and I to finally shake hands mega power style i got i got becky here um i got becky winning i don't think that the the man's time is over uh quite yet yeah i think it the man's time will come to an end relatively soon but i don't see it happening to the likes of natty um i mean they might as well put i'm gonna stop yeah Uh, just Yes, sir. Jeez. <laughs> you keep him in check. Belt, keep the belt on Becky. Let's leave it at that. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going for Natty because it's a submission match, if I remember right. Yes. And I think I really like your idea of a Montreal screwdriver in reverse kind of thing. It is her home country, so, I mean, she does have that against her. But even if Becky doesn't have the belt, she's still the man. She's still the man. It And it kind of almost gives her a little bit more of a fight to her because with the belt, she's some, when she had two belts, it was great. And then when she had one belt, it kind of fizzled out a little bit. And then when her and Seth were kind of amped up together, it amped up even more. And now it's kind of just at this plateau. 
And it's either she's got to step up and, I don't know, regain another belt or something, or she's got to be knocked down back to that fighter Becky and be that person trying to fight for the belt. So I think Natty's going to get it, and I think she deserves it. It's about time. She's been around for quite some time, and she's really carried a good bit of the people training and working with them and helping them get over. So Natalia all the way. I agree. Yeah, and there's two there's two things. One, I absolutely agree. Like Becky from underneath is way better for me, both on television and as a fan. Uh, but two, uh, the X factor is Bret Hart. He may or may not be there. I think he. I think he is. He, he in- signed up for SummerSlam access. Yes, and they are releasing tomorrow. The 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 Chucks. <sighs> The Bret Hart Chucks, yeah, like there's it's literally a twenty minute walk from our Canadian office. Like I'm half tempted to Venmo somebody the money. And be I like, would. Can you take a lunch and get me an eleven? Can they? Can they also find their way to the the superstore and get me that Kevin Owens Toronto T shirt that that he just uh, tweeted about today? Um, let's look at the comments here. We got Devin says Natalia, but something fishy's going to happen. Gerald says Becky's going to win. Uh, William says Natty wins and Becky turns heel. Um, but yeah, w- right when I heard submission match, I'm like, yeah, I I could see the development of things. All right, let's move to the last match here. Um, and it is uh, the singles match, of course. Brock Lesnar defending the Universal Championship against Seth Rollins. Uh, I have Lesnar. Ryan has Lesnar. Mark has Lesnar. Like, I, I, I know that, that Seth guaranteed... And I know they're playing this, you know, impossible climb because he's a beat up and, you know, he had the, and I mean, kudos to them from, for selling something from week to week, from raw to raw. But I, I think that you can't, you, you just can't. And, and it, it, it was today, WWE tweeted, this was the, was it three years since the, the shit kicking of John Cena at, at SummerSlam. Um, and again, that 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 is one of my favorite main events because nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw Cena getting his shit kicked in like that. I think that's what we see on Sunday. I don't think this match main events. I think the Raw Women's title might main event because, because of I, I think it has been one of the stronger stories being told. But... I, I think I think this is is has the potential to be very similar to that Cena one because it's it, Seth's got to get knocked down a peg and all of that. So, uh, le- yeah, Lesnar all the way. And as quickly as Gerald and I have shaken hands, this is where we pull each other away, <laughs> and then I turn on him. Uh, if the match stays as listed, Brock is going to stomp Seth out. Um, we. Don't know if Seth is going to be medically cleared. Sure. There's a couple of people who could step in. There's a lot of open pieces in the SummerSlam card, both on Sunday and Saturday, Mm -hmm. um, to where there can be some possibilities of fluidity. But as it stands, if I'm picking Brock versus Seth, I'm a redux of the match versus John Cena at SummerSlam where just Brock steamrolls a broken, beaten, victimized, and eventually conquered Seth Rollins. Right. All right, Matt. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't, I think even with, I think the weird promo from Seth made me even more likely to see Brock just kind of dominate from start to finish. Um, maybe even not so much like the Brock Cena domination, but even like the Goldberg Brock domination that we saw, mm. um, like that level of just quick and over, but Seth has no chance. Is there an option just to say that they both lose? <laughs> That'd be great. I'm just so, I'm so tired. This is, I'm so tired of, of Seth and Brock. Uh, you know how there's bathroom break matches? This is my bathroom break match. This Ooh. is a, not even. I will sit and watch the Goldberg match. I will. I <laughs> the, the, my bathroom break match is this one. Um, not not because I don't like Seth and not because I don't like Brock or vice versa of hating both of them. Whatever. Uh, I just, of course, Brock's gonna win. I mean, Seth is pretty beat up. I don't know how actual beat up he is in right, the right. real world, and maybe he needs a break. Maybe he needs some time. This might be the way for them to put him out to pasture for a second and give him time to heal and maybe get some surgeries or something that he needs done or get some therapy and some treatment that he needs done on his body. But yeah, I think Brock's going to win. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> let's look at the comments here. Uh, Devin is Brock winning. Gerald has Seth winning. Uh, William thinks they're going to drag this uh, storyline and scenario all the way out to Survivor Series WrestleMania. I disagree. I, I think this, this one gets put to bed. I, you can't, you, I don't think you can go into the 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 fall TV, the 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 Raw SmackDown split, and all of that. I don't think you can you can go into that with this story. I I think that that would be a mistake. Um, in terms, yeah, like in terms of you know what Seth's health may or may not be. I I personally haven't seen anything that suggests that he is hurt for real, but. You know, sometimes they keep these things hidden. You do one of these storylines, a quick hitter match, um, and he goes away for a while. It's certainly plausible. I mean, the, and the guy has been going at about, you know, 110 here for a while. So, um, which match? Now, Tim, you you said your match you're most looking forward to was the, the Kofi Orton, correct? Yes, that's correct. For me, without question, the Fiend versus Finn Balor, because I have been... Team Bray since day one throughout all the fucking that has happened to Bray Wyatt over the course of his career. <laughs> and so help me God, I am hook, line, and sinker like in like an idiot just walking to my walking off the plank into the freaking fire myself. You know, I'm I'm doing just I've bought in again, but I'm just hoping that this is the time that they can't. They can't screw this up, please. That is why that match is the one I'm looking forward to the most this weekend to see if they finally do just one one thing right one time. Oh, but they can. I know they can. Oh, That's what scares me. Matt, which uh, which match um, are you most looking forward to for the weekend? It's actually coming Friday night on Summer Supercard. I'm oh. really looking forward to the Briscoe Brothers versus the Gorillas of Destiny in the ladder war for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. Look so at that's you changing it the up. match that I'm most looking forward to overall. 
Very good. And Brittany, which match this weekend are you most looking forward to? I have to say, NXT-wise, it's Candice and Io Shirai. Uh, that's that's my favorite go-to match. And for SummerSlam, I do have to go with Kofi and, and Orton because those two always, I mean, whoever they wrestle, they wrestle great. And going against each other, I think it's going to be good. And I think Orton's going to throw Kofi randomly onto something and not look where he's throwing him. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> Uh, all right, Brittany, just uh, to remind people, um, where can they follow you on social media before we let you go you here? You can follow me at the Brittany Nicole on Instagram, or you can follow me on Twitter at Look It's Brittany. And yeah, I'm friends with Three Count Thursday. So if you need to do some digging and find me through there, you can always find me that way. All right. Well, we appreciate you joining us here for the uh, the prediction show. It's been fun as always, and uh, I'm sure we'll hear from you again sooner than later. Yes, thank you so much. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fly up there for Halloween so that I can be part of this uh, whole dress up thing going on. We'll, we'll have a chair for you. Perfect. Yes. All right. All see right. ya. Thank you all so much. Take care. Bye. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna have to hit the uh, the news cycle here pretty quick. And fast as we're, uh, we're we're coming up near the end. Oh boy, here we go, lightning round. Um, but uh, AEW announced this week the next two cities to uh, start their TV. Of course, the opening week um, is uh, is in Washington D.C. Week two is in Boston at the uh, Aganis Arena. That is on October 9th. Philadelphia uh, episode three on October the sixteenth at the with the Leah Course Center. Uh, that is on uh, Temple University's campus. Um, uh, ticket pricing and event on sale uh, date and time will be announced tomorrow at noon Eastern uh, on AEW's social media and website. Uh, they filed a trademark this week for uh, AEW Revolution uh, for a wide variety of merchandise, uh, but more importantly, video streaming and ongoing TV series. So that that appears to be the uh, the name of the TV show potentially. I guess theoretically it could also be a pay per view. Uh, name because they they are going to have four uh, pay-per-views a year obviously they had trademarked Wednesday Night Dynamite at one point Um, the the revolution name seems odd to me because that's kind of how NXT started on the network with our evolution and WWE's done WWE evolution and, and the women's revolution turned yeah, into the like women's it, evolution I, I don't like this name for AEW I don't mind it because it is a revolution. It is. It, it's true to that. I don't think it's going to be the TV show. I don't think it's going to be anything else. I think it's just going to be branding. Like I think very much the same effect of like ECW joined the revolution. Like it's it's a it's a phraseology that Cody has used a lot in his promo work. Uh, that AEW is a revolution. Um, so having the trademark on it isn't horrible. And yeah, like, I mean, it's smart if you're just going to keep, um, pounding that drum. Um, they announced that the, uh, casino battle Royale is returning for, uh, all out, but it was announced that a women's casino battle Royal will take place at the all out pre-show. The winner will become the first contender for the inaugural AEW women's championship, uh, which of course will be crowned, crowned on their TV debut, uh, on October 2nd, uh, there'll be 21 entrants to the Battle Royal. Begin with five wrestlers, groups of five entering uh, every three minutes after that. The 21st wrestler 
um, will uh, will then enter on their own. The match will include members of the AEW roster and others who aren't signed with the company. Teal Piper, Roddy Piper's daughter, Ariel Teal Toombs, uh, Eva Lise, and Jazz have all been announced uh, in the Battle Royal. Uh, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Yuka Sakazaki, Ali, and Brandy Rhodes were all also mentioned on the Road to All Out episodes. Uh, eliminations will occur being thrown over the top rope. Um, Piper's daughter being in that got the most attention out of me. Mine was Eva Lise. Um, well, yeah, because when she, she talked was, about the be in the WWE, in the, right? Well, she was in that lifetime contract with Lucha Underground. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it was really cool to see Jazz. Um, wasn't expecting to see her in a big steel mask or be bald, but cool. I'm here for it. I'm here for Jazz. I love Jazz. Um, when she was supposed to be at all in right and then she was injured or she was with nwa i thought she was the nwa women's champion at the time maybe okay. perhaps so, something yeah there was i don't know what my timeline is maybe somebody can fact check that which out of those matt jumped out off the page at you uh i'm sorry i blanked for a second what was uh, the question oh for the uh the casino royale the women's uh, battle royal the, like was was any of the Kind of surprise names that, that, I mean, for me, like I said, Piper's daughter, uh, that, that immediately grabbed my attention. Yeah, I, I think that brought the most shock value. Um, I don't really know too much about her in the ring, so we'll see. But, I mean, it's not like AEW hasn't put uh, not-so-great wrestlers in the ring before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the, yeah, the CEO Alex of the video Jibaley. company. Yeah. Stephen Amell. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, we already hit that uh, SummerSlam weekend is announced for next uh, next year. It will be in Boston uh, at the TD Garden. Of course, SmackDown on Friday, TakeOver Saturday, SummerSlam Sunday, and uh, and Raw on Monday. Um, Goldberg, of course, made his return this week um, uh, on the Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, Meltzer reports that Heyman could possibly plan on using Goldberg uh, as a special attraction. Um, you think of it similar in a way towards the end of Bruno Sammartino's career, uh, you know, where he would he would show up, you know, once every six months, once every once a year, or something like that. Um, could potentially see Goldberg in that role. Um, I mean, if he keeps himself in shape and he doesn't try to uh, do any shoulder head spots near the near the turnbuckle post. Um, then it, then it may not be a terrible idea if it's one of these kind of surprises. I mean, the pop that he got on Monday, even after what happened at, at Sands of Time or whatever the hell the show was called, um, that, that tells you there's monetary value for the WWE and Bill Goldberg. Very much so. Um, to compare him to Bruno San Martino is a little sacrilegious. Well, no, not, I don't, it's not your words. It's Dave Meltzer. What does he know? Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with having Goldberg show up. I'm I'm fine with having like because Goldberg's never formally retired. Yes. Well, and here's the thing too, I, and 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 I'm not purposely trying to defend Dave Meltzer, but I don't think he was saying like Goldberg is the next Bruno San Martino, but used in used that in fashion the, and with his connection with Paul Heyman, and Paul yes. Heyman being the uh, Sherpa of Raw moving forward, uh, that's that's kind of a no brainer. 
Um, Jessica Carr, known as Kennedy Brink on the Indies, uh, has been uh, obviously a uh, referee with the WWE for, for a period of time now, mostly in NXT. I know she worked uh, Evolution, but it, it possibly appears that she has now been called up uh, to the main roster. She was um, in the 24-7 title segment as the OBGYN this week, but she also um, was out there on SmackDown as well. So it's something to keep an eye on. She's a former guest of this show, and uh, that would be the first um, full-time. I know she's the first full-time female referee in WWE's history, but would obviously then be the first on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So to, it'll be uh, something to watch. So that that's something uh, pretty cool as well. Uh, this one, this one kind of came out of nowhere. No, no pun intended or to tie back to uh, Randy Orton. Billy Corgan announced the NWA will soon begin producing their own series with the first taping scheduled for the end of the summer. Um, they, the tapings will take place in Atlanta in September, October. No specific location of the tapings. He stressed the importance of uh, the eyes, uh, in his eyes, of taping in front of a live studio audience. Came out of nowhere, but uh, we've been uh, all in favor. And the NWA recently split, excuse me, from um, Ring of Honor. So it looks like they're kind of going out on their own. I'm super excited for it. Like, yeah, and they've kind of had a partnership lately with Impact Wrestling and uh, House of Hardcore. I'm just very curious to see what kind of distribution they have. What route are they going? Yeah, I don't know um, if it'll be if it'll be like a YouTube thing. I bet it's going to be like a YouTube or a Twitch thing. Which I mean, not a bad way to go about it at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, and and for the NWA to do stuff in the South, probably smart as well. I think that that's Rabbit that, fans. that's your hotbed uh, as the NWA. This one exciting. This and this is a rumor, and 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 I know the source. The source is usually wrong. I just pray to all the wrestling gods that this guy, Brad Shepard, got this one right. And I know I think you and I were uh, talking about this or or I I pointed out to you guys um, that there is a rumor as of right now that the SmackDown fist may be returning when they move to Fox. Now, I I will say this. If you've seen the logo for, um, for SmackDown Live once they move to Fox... It has more of kind of a stone look to it, which the fist was kind of breaking through the wall. I don't know. if Maybe I'm, I'm just hoping and reaching into it. It's sitting up there collecting dust in the warehouse. But please, wrestling gods, give fist me. I was going to say the exact same thing. I was going to be like, I only got two words to say. You can take them however you want. Fist me. Matt, are you in favor of getting fisted? Why not? Hey, right. try, try anything once, right? We're yeah. fast and loose here. That's right. Um, the MLB playoff schedule, Major League Baseball, uh, released their playoff schedule uh, earlier this week, and it, Fightful.com highlighted a few potential conflicts for WWE SmackDown and AEW. Game three of the World Series is scheduled for Friday, October twenty third, which means SmackDown would likely be pushed to FS one. Game four. Of the American League Championships uh, series is scheduled for Wednesday, uh, October sixteenth on Fox and FS1. If NXT would be moved to uh, FS1, that would uh, impact them as well. WWE's upcoming FS1 studio show could also be the victim of MLB playoff coverage on Fox, depending which day the show ends up on. 
Uh, it's also worth noting the MLB playoffs will impact AEW. AEW on TNT premieres October 2nd. Be the same day as the AL wildcard game on ESPN. Game two of the War- World Series um, on October 23rd. We go head-to-head with AEW on TNT. So not it wouldn't impact the channel that they're airing on, but could hurt them from a viewer standpoint because everybody and their mother is going to have their eyes on what the ratings will be uh, for AEW, especially the first night. Um, this one I, I saw come out earlier, and I know we've run a little bit past our normal 1130, um, but uh, Trevor Murdoch, former WWE superstar, and he has worked with uh, Harley Race in his school. Um, he he posted to social media, um, I guess it was over the weekend or, or early this week, he said, I, wanted, I just wanted to put this out there. Harley needed to be transferred from Atlanta to St. Louis. He needed to take a med flight because he was in rough shape. Medicare wouldn't help him. A call was made to WWE, and 10 minutes later, it was paid in full. Vince McMahon never blinked an eye. He wanted to make sure Harley was taken care of. Thank you, Vince. You gave me two more days with Harley. Hashtag thank you, WWE. Hashtag everyone should know. Um, it, it, it was just something that caught my eye because, and again, I, I, I understand that this is a reality situation versus WWE programming and all of that, but... It's, it's always good to point out the good with the bad. So um, kudos to the WWE and to Vince McMahon uh, for doing uh, what had to be done there. And then finally, of course, WWE 2K20. Uh, the, the cover art was released, of course, with Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns. Uh, the worldwide release of the game coming on October 22nd. Uh, marks the first time that Becky Lynch and uh, Roman Reigns will grace the cover of a game. Um, let's see here. They just a couple of the, uh, the showcase and, and, and game modes, mm-hmm. uh, 2k showcase mode, spotlighting the women's evolution, which follows the accompanied accomplished careers of WWE's four horsewomen, uh, the debut of WWE 2k 20 originals, a collection of 2k showcase downloadable content designed to let players explore new playable worlds and experience unique themes beyond what's available at the 2k 20 launch. The ability to compete as male and female superstars in my career in mixed tag team matches. The return of Towers mode, uh, including an all-new tower inspired by the story career of Roman Reigns. Updated controls. Uh, They've also uh, introduced multiple premium editions. The Deluxe Edition, it contains a copy of the game with special packaging. Complete set of 2K20 originals. uh, Access to the Accelerator, My Career Kickstart. Supercard Limited Edition cards, additional content. Uh, and including the 2K debut of China as a playable character. The Collector's Edition, which pays homage to the 20th anniversary of SmackDown, contains the same features, plus exclusive and rare collectibles. Um, full, full Further details about what content will be available in each edition will be announced in the near future. Yeah, that Collector's Edition is going to have a, a piece of a ring mat from SmackDown from 2012 to 2018. And uh, there's going to be a signed autograph by either Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, or Edge uh, in that collectible. Uh, no GM mode announced. No game for Tim. 
Yeah, I haven't I haven't bought a 2K game in three or four years. Yep. No um, this probably not going to be the one that, that breaks that, that that breaks me up my street. All they got to do is put a GM mode, and I've got it. Yeah, like like just do it. Yeah, and and and, and the, I think they're doing themselves a dis- disservice, and I, I think it's a lot of the reaction I've seen. I think people are happy that China's in the game, but disappointed again. No, no GM mode. Um, sorry to buzz through those really quick, uh, but the the predictions, uh, great predictions there with Brittany Nicole, uh, Matt. Any other thoughts? Otherwise, uh, let us know who the Instagram woman of the week is, and then uh, you give your social media. We're gonna close this thing out. Yep, uh, Woman of the Week this week is Natalie Money. Go to the at 3 Cup Thursday Instagram page. You can give her a follow. Uh, remember, we are doing the Woman of the Year. Each like on a post counts as a vote, so whoever has the most votes at the end of the year will be named Woman of the Year. We make a donation to the charity of their choosing, um, so it's all for a good cause. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at 3CT, the letter A. Philly is in Philadelphia, the number eight, three CT affiliate. Summer camp started for Notre Dame, Jim. So oh, yeah, got about a couple weeks until it all goes to hell. Get the middle fluty so, fingers fired up, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, let's get blocked this season. I'm, I, I'm doing my best. I swear to God, I've tried every year, and he just he hasn't pulled the trigger yet. Uh, all right, Matt. Yeah, well, man's got some got some <laughs> thick skin on Doug Flutie. I have to give him that. <laughs> he does. All right, we'll talk. No JBL. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week, bud. Yep, have a good night, guys. All right, see you, Tim. Let people know where they can follow you. At Not The Toolman across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you care. Uh, I stream Monday, Wednesday, Fridays on Twitch.tv forward slash Not The Toolman. Probably not going to stream tomorrow. I'm going to go and take a little early weekend and catch up with the girlfriend. Um, Sorry, you've earned it. Yeah, I try. Um and if you like, if you want to hear me talk more about wrestling, but not so much the current day, and hear about little things in the past, uh, every Sunday at midnight, Monday morning, uh, final wrestling place where myself and my roommate Marcus talk about different things in the world of wrestling, and we assign them red points and green points, and put them in either the good place or the bad place. This week is Great American Bash, or not Great American Bash, Bash of the Beach, nineteen ninety five. It is Hulk Hogan versus Vader in a steel cage. Very nice. Yeah, I uh, I love I love the uh, the final wrestling place. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, and yeah, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Tweet at Ryan at RYN Eagle. Tell him he's a jerk for going to the beach and not bringing us goodies. Um, just follow the show at Three Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of those links, YouTube, our merchandise, our collar and elbow brand deal, everything is over at threecountthursday.com. Our home network is NGSC Sports. And we are brought to you by Alicia's Pillows and Things. If you're decorating your home, you want it to reflect your tastes and your likes. Add decor that reflects your sports movie and TV fandoms. Go to NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. Thank you again to Brittany Nicole. Thank you for everyone who watched, who shared, who interacted with us. We appreciate it. Make sure you're subscribed and we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy SummerSlam. Enjoy NXT. And just enjoy your week. Until next time, stay safe. Stay smart. Go for the pin.